0: No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: All right. Back with Eddie and Rocky and Rock. Healthcare, health insurance. Good Lord, man. It's just a mess one way or the other. It's always a mess, but this could be a real mess, right? So this Big is, time.
3: Yeah. Christ Hospital, right? Big hospital in town. They, for the longest time, have had a contract with Anthem. That involved, you know, the hospitals, the outpatient centers, a bunch of other facilities. Well, that contract with Anthem Insurance expires Friday. So that could mean upwards of, like,
2: 100,000-plus people all of a sudden don't have coverage, and that's a big problem. And this fellow right here wrote a big article in the Enquirer about it today, Cincinnati.com, the health reporter from uh, the Enquirer, Brooks Sutherland. Brooks, welcome to the program.
4: Hey, guys. Good to be with you.
2: So, Brooks, you know, reading your article and... I'm telling, like Rock said, we're talking over a hundred thousand people could be impacted by this, and literally overnight lose their health care.
4: It's massive, right? And um, you know, I, I wrote in my story today that this has become a, a, a bit of a common trend as of recently. There, this is the third local uh, Greater Cincinnati hospital that is facing contentious negotiations like this. Uh, the other two involving a lot less. So the first one's uh, Cincinnati Children's. Um, they, they were in negotiations with CareSource, and this is, a you know, it affected uh, about a thousand patients that utilize that for Ohio Marketplace, and, you know, that's obviously very important. Uh, the one with Mercy and Sigma involved about 32,000. This is 100,000 people. I mean, this is really a massive thing, and, um, you know, they're, they're at the negotiation tables, and uh, both sides say that they want to get something done by Friday, but um, I, I think it, it's pretty easy to see why so many people are concerned this is just that it affects so many people
3: brooks my question is how did it get to this point usually negotiations over things are handled months if not years in advance like say i have a business uh and, and i rent space from some conglomerate and my lease is up in uh december usually by like you know june or july or earlier of that previous year, hey, I, I want to be here, or I don't want to be here, Let, let's get this thing worked out so we're not up to the deadline. How did this get down to literally we have a couple of days away from this thing and going to and no place good quick?
4: Sure. So this wasn't a case of like, um, you know, negotiations started too late or they weren't on top of that. I mean, they started negotiations on this back in, in the fall and, and picked up in November. So that this is something that's gone on for some time. Uh, what, what's really a stalemate here is that, Christ um wants to get reimbursed what they what they say is fairly inequitably given what's gone on in the last couple of years. Um, you know, the the inflation rate is obviously uh, up to six percent last month, uh labor costs have increased. Mm-hmm. That's their position is like we just wanna be in reverse we wanna be reimbursed, uh, you know, fairly given all the economic kind of issues. Uh when you look at Anthem's side of it, they're, they're saying uh, these cost increases are going to be, and I'll, I'll quote them directly, an unacceptable financial burden on Ohio families and, you know, could could say even further than that. We're in the tri-state, right? There, there's people that live in Indiana, Kentucky that, that use Christ Hospital. So, it, you know, that's kind of where the stalemate is. There's, there's just a disagreement over um, what's kind of a, a fair place to, to settle on.
2: And, and Brooks Sutherland's our guest. And, Brooks, I believe in, in the article, if I was reading this right, that it was, uh, it was said that Christ is in the bottom thirds of reimbursement towards insurance companies. Correct?
4: Yes. Yeah, so there's an independent uh, corporation, the Rand Corporation, that has doubt that shows them in in the bottom third, and, and Christ is obviously, um, you know, saying that hey, look, <laughs> we, we we just want to be uh, reimbursed fairly compared to the you know the rest of the market. Um, Anthem has different data that they're looking at that kind of paints a different picture. They haven't really gone into detail um, of, of what that data shows, but that, that, that's kind of a little bit where where we're at, too, is that um, the, the both sides are looking at different uh, different pieces of data.
3: So what, what do folks do? I mean, in your article, you talked about a, a woman whose covers getting ready to run out. Her husband receives cancer care. Yeah. I, I mean, what, what happens? Come Friday, nothing's done. Are, are they, the hospitals going to turn people away at the door? How does it
4: work? The hospitals aren't going to turn people away, um, and, and under the current contract, there's a 90-day continuity of care process. So um, it, it, it it'll, you have to fit within certain criteria. And it's kind of expensive. I, I, I'm reading, um, you know, the Anthem portion. It says, like, if you've received care three or more times in the last six months, and then it will, you know, cover certain conditions like pregnancy, cancer, chronic conditions, things like that. So there is a, you know, if a deal isn't met on Friday, there is a 90-day period where a lot of procedures will be covered Um, And and some folks I know have even been reached out to that had procedures, um, you know, beyond uh, what what the 90 days would cover and said, hey, can you reschedule to to fit in that window? Um, But beyond that, it really, um, I I think where the concern is, is, you know, the crisis is a place that has a lot of specialty care. Um, You know, it's not really easy to just pick up and say, "Okay, we'll just go over here. These are some of these people have been going to Christ for decades, right? I mean, um, the the, the family I spoke to has been there for for 10 years, and her husband receives cancer care. Um, There's other folks that, um, you know, see the cardiology team and feel comfortable with them. So it's just not an easy kind of get up And even beyond 90 days. I don't think it's an easy, oh, let's go over here. Um, The the one thing that is interesting is if if you go on Anthem's site, there are essentially recommending people to reschedule to to go see another provider they they let's try help as their preferred provider um and and christ on the other side is obviously saying no no listen don't reschedule any appointments um we're we're still working to to get this done
2: and where will these people disperse Uh, is there enough healthcare around we're talking infusing over a hundred thousand people into the system
4: that's that's the other big question, right? I mean, if you, if you have a hundred thousand people who who have to now seek care elsewhere, I mean, uh, that that it seems like it would clog the system in, in other places, and you know, TriHealth would probably get a lot. Um, there, there are other providers that Anthem has, but um, that, that that's a massive amount of people to just um, one day have to have to go somewhere else.
3: Brooks Sutherland is our guest uh, of the Cincinnati Enquirer. You can follow him on Twitter at @notebrooks. So, so Brooks, what's your gut tell you? What are you hearing? In terms of is something going to get done? Is it going to get done by Friday? And and if so, I mean who, who's got a who's the one that's going to have to give a little bit here?
4: So conventional wisdom when you look at these things is that you know what they'll they'll make a deal on the eleventh hour. That's what happened in the the the, the, the case of uh, Cincinnati Children. That's what happened in the case of Mercy. Um, however, I, I I will just say you know I've I've been asking both sides. Um, I think the exact word I've been using is you know are we closer? And they kind of been reluctant to, to agree to that word, right? They, they, they've, they're they've meeting every day, they're having productive conversations, but um, there hasn't been, uh, they've just kind of been unwilling to get to, get to that word that, that we're closer. Um, now, obviously, over the next 48 hours and, and into Friday, you know, things intensify. I, I assume that, um, you know, the needle will move a little closer to, to the middle for both of them, but, um, you know, it's just no consolation at this point for for the, all of the patients. I know in the in the mercy um, situation, there was a deal made uh, like four days after the, the expiration. So even if this does expire on on Friday, I imagine those you know these conversations are going to continue. But um, you know the the precedent of it happening at the eleventh hour is just not a consolation for for people that uh, yeah, you know right. weighing what they're going to have to do down the road
2: or freaking out right now. Um, Brooks, sure. thanks so much, man. Really appreciate it.
4: Thanks, guys. Appreciate. It.
2: Rooks Sutherland from the Cincinnati Enquirer, Cincinnati.com. And it strikes, a, a, you know, full disclosure, it strikes home with us because we have Anthem. Right. I was talking to my doctor the other day, and we were because I'm, I'm the Christ Network. And my doctor said, you know, just so you know, this is going on. Hopefully, they're going to settle this, and yada, yada, yada. And, and we were talking about how just screwed up it is. And she goes, well, tell me about it, because... They, she, my doctor, has anthem. (laughs) (laughs) So she can't even go
3: to herself. Yeah, I feel your pain. (laughs) Yes.
2: Wow, that's interesting. So we check in with traffic and weather. What is going on? From the UC Health Traffic Center
5: on National Doctors' Day, we recognize physicians at UC Health for leading the region of breakthroughs and improving the health of our communities. Problem to maneuver around about 20 minutes worth of stop and go on 75 southbound near 7th Street. Two right lanes are blocked with an accident here on the brakes from Hopple Street. Also, 75 southbound, the uh, ramp to 74. It's a crash, and it's uh, right at the beginning of the off-ramp, so that's what's making it slow on the approach there. 71, 75 southbound after 12th Street, Pike Street, disabled on both the right shoulder and the left shoulder. Everybody's on the scene, but that's causing a delay in that area as well. I'm Scott Bradley, with News Radio 700 WLW.
2: The forecast from 700 WLW Weather Center for tonight, partly cloudy and 28 for tomorrow for opening day sunshine, high in the low 60s. It is 55 now, News Radio 700 WLW.
6: Rainbow.
0: The 700 WLW RNL Carriers Expedited Services Opening Day. That place will be rocking. Presented by your local Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky Toyota dealers and Ortho Cincy Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Live from the Holy Grail Banks. It's an all-day hardball happening leading up to the Reds home opener against the Pirates. Wow! Tomorrow beginning at 9 on 700 WLW, the home of the Cincinnati Reds. This report is sponsored by the Truth with Lisa Booth podcast.
1: The Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg is pursuing a political witch hunt against Donald Trump.
7: Former Acting
1: Attorney General Matt Whitaker joins me on the Truth with Lisa Booth. And listen to the Truth with Lisa From First
2: Pitch, we will be on the air 11 to 1. By this time tomorrow, you'll be on your, like, eighth my tie, okay? Uh, yeah, I'll be out here yes, with my umbrella and my drink sitting out on my deck, <laughs> sipping on my <Mai laughs> ties, your- waiting for First Pitch. <laughs> with your, uh... Your coat on? Cause nah, I've already. I already told my wife I went. I went to the grocery today, and I, I'm loading up on snacks. We got buns and stuff. Oh, gonna, you know what? I'm firing up the grill, baby. I'm doing. You. you know what? I'm doing Inspired me. I'm going to do the same thing. We get yeah. some Mets. Yeah, we're going to listen to the game. Yep, that will be good. Going to make it up real. Absolutely.
3: Uh, how about this one? On this day in history, March 29th, 1929. President Herbert Hoover has a phone installed at his desk at the Oval Office in the White House. Now, there had been phones in the White House going back to 1878 when Rutherford B. Hayes, which that was a good friend of Jim Scott. They were, they were childhood oh, yeah. friends, but um, uh, he had the first one installed there, again, in 1878, but never at the Oval Office desk. And Herbert I guess it, it didn't work right early on you got all pissed off and stuff but uh, nevertheless uh, how about that uh, again march 29th 1929 the first phone installed now do you remember do you remember the party lines or whatever oh, yeah. you,
2: you were? okay my, my grandma had one
3: so that was a deal where if people don't know where you just pick up the phone and people on your street there was
2: like one line and if somebody was on it you had to wait till they got off the phone right and you well you had your own ring if it won't like ring 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 that was you ring 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 that would you know yeah. if it went just ring ring that was you know the jones family down the street or whatnot
3: really okay yeah. so
2: you had to kind of you had your own rings and... but, but
3: wouldn't everybody just answer the phone
2: and oh, and, and, and listen in on everyone's oh, conversation gives me big time. <laughs> <laughs> That's what... nosy right so you don't want to really get on there and impart too much personal info right yeah exactly um, but I, I, I thought
3: I saw this, but I was thinking not a couple of days ago. I don't know if you've ever seen those videos where they'll take like a group of, you know, six, seven, eight year olds and they'll put them in a room and they'll put like a, in this case, a, a, a landline telephone and oh, they're like yeah, looking dial, at like, what the hell is this a, a thing? A dial phone. A dial phone. Uh, yeah. Or like a, a CD or, you know, like a VHS right. tape or a, like a Walkman. You know, they'll be like, but what the hell is this? What is this? <laughs> it, <Can> you imagine. <laughs> right, I, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking right now, is my, my oldest son, who's nine, has he ever used a landline telephone? And it hasn't been in our house because we haven't had one since he's been alive. So may, maybe at, I don't know, a ho-
2: hotel or my mom's work or something, maybe, but I, I don't know. We still have one simply because I'm too lazy to get rid of it. <laughs> and, it's, and it's part of our cable package. I think it costs like three bucks a yeah. month or something. And and it, it's on all of our checks and on uh, you know. I know if I if that line rings, I know it's either my sister who still uses a landline, or it's uh, spam, or it's. Somebody from one of my credit card companies or something telling me something bad's happening.
3: Right. Yeah. So, so basically, you have a private line for yeah. your sister to call.
2: Correct. Because <laughs> I I keep calling her cell phone, and I finally called her the I I was calling her the other day, and it always takes her about twelve rings to answer. Yeah. And I'm giving her crap, and I said, I said, why? Every time I call you on this phone, it takes you forever to answer the friggin' phone. Most yeah. people have their phone, you know. Fairly close to him, yeah. and she said, "Well, I never use this. The only I know it's you if this phone rings." See, there you go. My, my
3: dad is not; he is not um attached to the cell phone the way most of us are. I and mean, he'll walk out of the house without it. He'll oh, yeah. Go out in the garage without it. It'll go four days
2: without getting charged. So you're like,
3: yeah come on!" He's like, "I don't, I don't know.
2: We gonna do boom." <laughs> That's old school right there, baby. Uh, We got news now. News Radio 700
0: WLW. News, traffic, and weather. News Radio
1: 700 WLW, Cincinnati. Lawmakers override the veto of a controversial measure. With the 3.30 report, I'm Sean Gallagher. Breaking now. The Republican majority in the Kentucky Senate and House has expected voted today to override Governor Andy Beshear's veto of Senate Bill 150. The bill would ban tra- gender transition services for minors while also prohibiting transgender children from using bathrooms aligned with their gender identities and would allow teachers to refuse to refer to transgender students by the pronoun they. Republican State Senator Max Weiss speaking in support of the legislation deemed which has been deemed anti-LGBTQ by critics. There is a privacy right that students should not be fearful of going in
2: and having something happen to them behind a closed door in a restroom
4: or a shower or locker room.
1: Democratic State Senator Karen Berg, whose transgender son committed suicide last December, spoke out against the bill saying that it protects, that the idea that it protects children is disingenuous.
6: They are scaring you
1: on purpose because they need you scared. They need your support. And they cannot stand up and be strong enough leaders to lead. Protesters voicing their opposition to the override outside the state capitol in Frankfurt and inside the chamber. Governor Andy Bashir objected Senate Bill 150, saying it takes away the rights of parents and will only make life worse for transgender youth in Kentucky. Now the latest traffic and weather together.
5: From the UC Health Traffic Center on National Doctors Day, we recognize physicians at UC Health for leading the region in breakthroughs and improving the health of our communities. Problem with the blockage, you're not going to be able to go this way along Montgomery Road, both east and west between Leicester Road and Lowsonville Avenue. That's uh, completely blocked because of an overturned vehicle, so again, everybody working on it. No go for the time being. 75 South near 7th Street, about 15 to 20 minutes of stop and go. It's an accident. Two right lanes are blocked. here on the brakes from Hopple Street, and also it's a uh, problem on 75 South by the ramp to 74, accident on the exit ramp, right at the beginning of the off ramp. That's what's making the approach kind of slow there.
0: I'm Scott Bradley on News Radio 700 WLW. Now's the latest forecast from the Train Heating and Cooling Weather Center on News Radio 700 WLW.
1: Continuing through the day with a mostly sunny sky, a high of 57, partly cloudy tonight, the low dropping to 29. Sunshine Thursday, high of 60. Reds opening day forecast a service of Pella windows and doors at Greater Cincinnati. Pella now, pay later. First pitch at 410. Expect Expected to be sunny and temperatures right at 60 degrees. Radar at this time is showing a mostly sunny sky and our current temperature is 57 degrees. News service of ACR Gunite Pools and BRGapartments.com. Ohio Attorney General Dave Yo says his office has worked out an agreement with Norfolk Southern going forward. Companies based in Ohio will do all the cleanup work from the February train derailment in East Palestine. Yo's saying it only makes sense.: Can we have an agreement between my office and, and Norfolk and Southern that you're going to spend that money in Ohio? That you're going to hire Ohio contractors. Yo says this will apply to all aspects of the cleanup, whether it involves tasks like replacing topsoil, buying train rails, or pipe. Ohio's EPA director testifying before a congressional committee Tuesday that the cleanup in East Palestine will take at least two more months. The Vatican saying that 86 year old Pope Francis has been hospitalized with a respiratory infection after experiencing difficulty breathing in recent days. He's expected to be in the hospital for the next few days.
8: 700 WLW. Sports. Here's a Reds update. The Reds are holding another workout today. A great American ballpark on this, the eve of opening day 2023 against the Pirates. More tonight on the Hot Stove League starting at 6.05 right here on 700 WLW. Joey Votto, he's talking about the Reds being a young team this year, but watch out.
0: This is the first uh, wave of
4: players in the next generation of Reds baseball. You know, if, if that's the case, the Reds fan base, I think, is in... Good hands because there's
8: some real talent. Bill Edison, seven hundred WLW Sports.
1: Into the final half hour of trading on Wall Street, the Dow is currently up two hundred eighty eight points. The Nasdaq up two hundred ten. The S and P up fifty four points. Our next update is at four o'clock. I'm Sean Gallagher, News Radio seven hundred WLW. Seven hundred WLW Cincinnati. Available everywhere with the iHeartRadio app.
7: Now number one for podcasting.
1: 700 WLW. An iHeartRadio station.
0: Peanut shells under the stands. Smell of popcorn in the air. Hot dog in your hand. The sound of 40,000 fans rising to their feet. The crack of the baseball bat. Diamond show
3: sale going on here this week. Are you getting married again or anything? Or no? Not that I'm aware of.
2: Okay. But you never know. Well, oh, you never know. Because you are on your second one. I could be... You know, I could be one of those guys that uh, Deb gets sick of me and leaves me, and then I marry some 30-year-old when I'm... Now we're talking. ...89. Well,
3: go down this weekend down to Richter and Phillips and get you a digest, just just to be safe. Buy one just in case. right. (laughs) So I just saw Rick Faraday. He's the best. So go (laughs) down there and see him, Ed. Uh, Anyway, how about this? Uh, You and I have, uh, for a while, been sounding the alarm on the AI and just how out of control it's... Gotten and potentially could get with just how crazy it is, the jobs it may take, the havoc it could cause. We talked about uh, Chat GPT, which you know can generate text and almost basically think for itself. I saw this by the way, there's another technology out there, it's actually like a I think it's an app or a service. So, one of the things now is it's like you know, it's like what uh, you know, trying to you know build the better mousetrap kind of thing so there's chat GPT which could generate a term paper for you if you're a college student sure. right so there's I guess algorithms that say teachers can use that can pump it in and say hey has this been generated by a you know by a by a, by chat GPT Jeez. well now there's services that will that are better than that that are going to defeat that that defeat that and it, and it will now it not only will it generate the paper but it will it will source all the the facts. So, you know, at the end, you have like a, well, like a, you know, bibliography or whatever right, where it sure. takes all your sources and stuff. Oh, it my. will generate those as well. So it'll say, oh, you know, and- So um, it'll
2: foot, it literally footnote everything. Everything.
3: God. It's wild, right? So I don't know if you saw this. I, I did. Uh, Elon Musk and a bunch of other smart techie people like uh, Steve Wozniak and, and others- um, have uh, come out today a thousand other tech leaders uh, including those two have called for a pause on ai development because they think it poses a profound risk to society and humanity uh, elon musk um, and wozniak calling for this uh, a pause on this dangerous race to develop ai which they fear poses a direct risk to society and humanity and could have catastrophic effects in an open letter to the future of life institute Uh, Musk and others argued that humankind doesn't yet know the full scope of all the risk involved in some of this advancing technology. They're asking all AI labs to stop developing their products for at least six months while more risk assessment can be done. I mean, you're talking about the big, big wheels here, saying, and and Elon Musk, if you heard him, he's a big proponent for AI. He just thinks it's incredible, but even he's saying it's, it's going places too quickly now. There's not enough regulations. There's not enough even understanding of it by the average person. I mean, essentially, you could just wake up one day and, like, your job's gone because, well, we got this, you know. Right got this this uh AI
2: technology that can do what you do. I saw an astounding number and I I'll have to try I'll, I'll find it. But how many jobs could be eliminated in the next I forget what the time frame was, but literally certainly within the next 10 years. How many jobs could virtually just not exist anymore because of AI? So what are people going to do? Like like what is That's a if, damn fine question. If 50% of the
3: population doesn't have a skill that fits into a job that makes a salary. Yep. What do you do? No idea. I I, I thought about this, and, and tell me if I'm if I'm off my rails. I, I just wonder at some point, it, you know, the Amish, right? Like they they basically go right up to electricity. Anything before that, any sort of, right. you know, a wagon or a wheel or something that's been invented, a horse drawn carriage, they're cool with. But after electricity, we're not doing it. I wonder if they'll get to a point where. A certain sect of society will say, up to cell phones,
9: we're good.
7: With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
9: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
7: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time.
0: No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
7: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: But after cell phones and the internet, we're not, we're not doing it. We're basically, we're going to go back to 1990. Okay? And the world was kicking along pretty good in 1990, I would say. Yeah. I, you just wonder, is there going to be certain people that just say, N- you know what? Like, we're, we're done with this. Is that... Is that Seem feasible.
2: Though? Oh, there might be a, a a sect that does that. I don't see it being an over, you know, overreaching kind of thing. But yeah, I could see a certain well, you know, your naked and afraid types like you could go and live over there in some corner of Montana or some, but,
3: but at least we was, might have a functioning society where people can work and make an income and yeah, but but if there's if the re, the rest of society, the big part of it can't work and there's there's nothing to do nothing to generate nothing that gives you purpose in life to and also to be able to make money what what does that sect of society do we're going to have to figure it out. Get
2: on OnlyFans? That's wild. That's what we That's like the only job that robots haven't taken, especially for women. It's what we've always done when factories came along and the, uh, you know, internal combustion engine came along. Then wagon makers were forced to learn how to make cars and on and on and on, Rock. So we shall see what happens. But to your point, if a robot can outthink you, outthink you. and come up with a better idea than you can and do that in about. Oh, I don't know, 30 seconds as opposed to you sitting around with 10 other guys trying to figure it out for six months. Guess what's going to happen? I, I, I fully agree. And, and it's always been said that every
3: everyone thought uh, the Internet was going to kill all these jobs and it just made more. I get that. But now you're talking about something that is essentially artificially self-aware and can do not just a task for you like a like the, the laborious part of a thing where right. you know assembly line machine can make a widget much faster than a human being can but this thing can actually think for you and problem solve what do we do when this thing can access you know the mainframes of a billion other sort of things self-correct and generate the the, the fix to and a problem much faster than you can
2: doesn't have to be programmed they're starting right. to now learn on their
3: own. Right. Except where normally, okay, that would be the job of someone. Hey, let's get the most technology. Like, let's feed it this. Let's, you know, access a, another sort of thing so it can access more information. No, this thing actually will do that itself. It don't need you. Don't need you to upgrade it.
2: Well, Rock, we're talking about only
3: fans, Ed, you better get on it now or you're not going to have a
2: job. I'm going to have to get in better shape and get on there well, and start. I'm just telling you now. Posing, baby. All right. I'll put it on my Twitter feed. We're, we're, we're talking about all this modern, advanced technology. And a little while ago, we were talking about party lines. Now we're talking old school stuff. Hey, Ron, wanted to get to you there in Mount Have you been hanging for a while, buddy. What do you have?
10: I just wanted to tell Rocky there about he was talking about the, the party lines and if they, how anybody knew you was on there. Mm-hmm
7: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Boyd were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
10: When I was a kid, we had a party line, and you'd pick it up to see if you could call somebody. And if somebody was on there, there'd be these older people on there, you'd start listening to it, and they could hear <laughs> the phone clip. Right. And it wouldn't be but a moment, and they would say, I think there's somebody on here. Uh. So you would know someone was, it. but not who it was. Right, okay. Right, exactly. And then you try to hang it up without making any noise, which was impossible.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Set it down so lightly. Thanks, Ron. Yeah, yeah. And that's. Yeah, I used because I used to do that at this uh, radio station I used to work at. I, I worked in the production studio, and I found out that if you just hit one of the buttons on in the phone lines. You could hear it in the studio, really. It would right. It would play over the speakers if if, wow. if that was turned on. So I heard some interesting conversations along the way. I'd be mean, like, I wonder who this is. I'd just be bored. I'd just sit there and hit a just button, so see what everybody was saying.
3: So now, is would you know? Okay, it's it's one of these ten people, or could you like?
2: Oh yeah, there were only like ten, twelve people in that building. Okay, all right, gotcha. Um. So yeah. But in theory, if you work in a building with, you know, 200 people, oh, two hundred people, you're listening on anybody. Well, even in a or if building... your street had, say, your street had, correct, you know, forty oh, you houses never, on it, you would never know who was listening to you. But somebody was. But somebody was. Ooh, that's... somebody's watching you. <laughs> it's, uh, in, in essence, it's no different than now. Boom. Checking in with uh, traffic and weather. What is going on? From the UCL Traffic Center on National Doctors'
5: Day, we recognize physicians at UC Health for leading the region in breakthroughs and improving the health of our communities. So let's start with that closure still on Montgomery Road, both east and westbound between Leicester Road and Locentville Avenue. That's a uh, roadblock there. It's an overturned vehicle, everybody on the scene, so that's going to be a no-go. You're going to be stopping at 75 south between Western Hills Viaduct and 71 U.S. 50, nearly 10 minutes there of uh, slowdown time. It's uh, going to be a lot of brake lights on 75 northbound between Mitchell Avenue and Paddock road about 10 minutes there accident on north bend road right near vogel road police are working on that as well i'm scott bradley on news radio
2: 700 wlw from 700 wlw weather center forward tonight partly cloudy and 28 for tomorrow for opening day sunshine high in the low 60s it is 55 now news radio 700 wlw It happens all the
10: time. Your neighbor's pet zebra gets loose. It starts biting people and knocking over mailboxes and pooping on lawns and mounting your cement goose, right?
4: So then you got to go in the house and you got to get your zebra prod out again. And then you stun it and it starts to come too. So you got to get the duct tape out and then you got to wrap it in a tarp. And then you bring it back to your neighbor. But now you've missed part of my show, The Scott Sloan Show. Don't worry, you can still listen to the podcast on the iHeartRadio app and catch what you missed. And then save the stun gun, duct tape, and tarp for the neighbor.
8: This report is sponsored by the
0: Tudor Dixon Podcast. Can Vivek Ramaswamy become the next... Doc Hollywood.
2: Dr. Tim Kremchek's going to join us. How about that? Switching positions.
3: Yes, he is. Switching positions in, in, what, over 25 years? Yeah. More in that
2: position. Still so, kind of overseeing what's going on at uh, right. Great American, though. So, Rock, is the has the Karen fad kind of died away? I think so. I think they've, yeah. they've kind of moved on from labeling people well, a Karen. with this might be, maybe they just, maybe this woman just retired with a crown. Maybe they just said, you know, after this chick. You can't get any uh uh-uh. better, uh-huh. and by that I mean worse than this. This was on a flight from Jamaica to... Um, England, Okay. a disgruntled British Airways passenger is calling for compensation. The unhappy traveler claims the airline did nothing to compensate her for the extreme trauma she suffered, having uh, witnessed something on the uh, flight. And that included drinks not being served. Oh, my God. In a long comment that had since been uh, deleted on the British Airways complaints uh, Facebook page, The unidentified passenger claims they were traveling back from Jamaica when the medical emergency began. A passenger, two rows behind us, passed away in the most horrific way, giving us the most traumatic experience during a flight. She was pissed that they weren't serving snacks and drinks because some dude was dying behind her. Dying or dead? Dying. Oh. They are cpr into the whole yeah, nine yards everybody's yeah. going you know full 911 wait a minute, what about my uh and this chick wants one of those cookies <laughs> <laughs> god <laughs> me 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 brother yeah then we got off the plane the flight was delayed she complained that it affected her kids and ruined their routines oh yeah mama bear <laughs> I've never in my life witnessed someone being shocked or having CPR. So they were paddling this guy God. and would never have expected to have that happen on a flight home. The lack of food and uh, drinks was a giant convenience. Flight services were halted, and aside from the initial meal and drinks, uh, everything else was discontinued. So we didn't receive a thorough flight experience that we paid for. She continued, "I've expected some kind of a communication from the airline, particularly those blah blah blah, and uh, some of us who were on the flight and impacted and witnessed the whole experience to check out our well-being, apologize for the experience, and maybe some other kind of compensation. So, will you want your money back because because some dude kicked it on your flight? Now, maybe if you're sitting next to." said guy who died on the plane
3: that you may be <laughs> eligible in my opinion for you know a free flight to atlanta at least but yeah. outside of that i think everyone else you, you kind of just gotta you know this is a, an extenuating circumstance not normal
2: but we're sorry and hope to see you again well that's kind of what i would say and of course somebody said that poor person just died, and she was worried about getting her breakfast. <laughs> me, 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 me. Me, me, me,
3: man. Just, I, why, this does not affect me whatsoever. Give me
2: my vodka crayon right now. Exactly. Oh, what is she sitting there hitting the bing, bing, bing? <laughs> right. Where's my Bloody Mary? And I need those graham crackers, or I'm going to have a fit. But the thing is that, that
3: she would do that is not shocking. Like you, you're telling a story and it's like, it's absurd, but it's
2: not shocking because you. No, not at all. Not at all. Isn't that sad though? Yes. Yes. Isn't that shocking? that's, That's the point. And, and people were, people go, yeah, well, some people are like that. Well, you know why? <laughs> why? Yeah. Why? Why? Uh, yeah. <laughs> to you, quote Nancy
3: Kerrigan. Right. Why? If
2: you know what we're talking about, look that up. there's a just a little clip of Nancy Kerrigan when she gets hit in the knee, and she's why. <laughs> I used to play that for my kids all the time. Anytime they would act up, I'd just put it. I'm just sit yeah. there and look at them and put it and play it as loud as I could.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that, by the way, is the only incident. Incidents in, like, professional sports where it is culturally acceptable to openly mock a woman who has been had her knee smashed <laughs> by an assailant.
2: Who's been attacked. Yeah,
3: it is acceptable for, for you to make fun of
2: her. Uh, that's, God. that's how well-loved she was. <laughs> uh, and with that, we're uh, going to be talking to our good friend, Dr. Tim Kremchek coming up after the news right now. News Radio 700 WLW.
6: Here's the pitch. Play ball! That's baseball. The Skyline Chili countdown to opening day. Feeling good? It's Skyline time. First First pitch pitch in one one day. day. On 700 WLW. It's opening day. The home of the Cincinnati Reds
0: traffic, and weather. News Radio 700 WLW. Cincinnati. Kentucky lawmakers override the governor on
11: a controversial bill involving kids and gender. This is the 4 o'clock report. I'm Matt Reese. Breaking now, the Republican-controlled legislature in Kentucky has overridden Governor Bashir's veto of a bill that bans gender transition services for kids. That bill, which is now law, prevents transgender children from using bathrooms that align with their gender identity, would also allow teachers to refuse to refer to transgender kids by the pronouns they choose. Senator Karen Berg, a Democrat, opposed the bill. Her transgender son took his own life.
1: To say this is a bill protecting children is completely disingenuous. And to call this a parent's rights bill is an absolute despicable affront to me.
11: The law that bans gender-affirming care for kids in Kentucky is now law. Now the latest. Traffic and weather together.
5: From the UC Health Traffic Center on National Doctors' Day, we recognize physicians at UC Health for leading the region in breakthroughs and improving the health of our communities. Working on a closure still of Montgomery Road, both east and west, between Leicester Road and Lillisetteville Avenue. That's uh, completely blocked because of an overturned vehicle. Meantime, stop and go, nearly 10 minutes worth of time on 75 southbound between Western Hills Viaduct and 71 US 50. About 10 minutes or so of brake lights on 71, 75 northbound between Mall Road and uh, right around Dixie Highway, Fort Mitchell, it's also an accident on North Bend Road, right near Vogel Road. Police are on top of that. I'm Scott Bradley on News Radio seven hundred WLW.
6: Now, the latest forecast from the Advanced Dentistry Weather Center. Advanced Dentistry, it's true. A no-fear dentist experience is possible. Learn more at NoFearDentist.com.
12: The evening will continue to stay mostly clear with a few passing clouds as those winds start to calm and turn to the north-northeast right around 5 to 10 miles per hour. It'll be another cool and clear night on the way tonight as we drop down to 29. Areas that see lighter wind, especially those sheltered valleys, likely to see patchy frost. Tomorrow, opening day, beautiful, sunny and 6. From your severe weather station, I'm nine first warning meteorologist Brandon Spinner, News Radio 700 WLW,
11: 57 degrees right now. This news brought to you by R&L Carriers and ACR Gunite Pools. Opening day forecast brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Greater Cincinnati. Pella now pay later, as Brendan just said. Sunshine and looking at about 60 degrees tomorrow for opening day. Governor DeWine signing an executive order to classify an animal sedative as a controlled substance in Ohio, xylazine used by veterinarians, but it's being found in the illegal drug supply mixed with heroin, fentanyl, or new synthetic opioids. Ohio, one of the first states in the country now to classify xylazine as a controlled substance. Ex-chief of the Cincinnati Fire Department fighting back against his former employer, Michael Washington, let go by the city manager for allegedly creating a work environment considered hostile to Females. Now he's going to sue. The fired fire chief in Cincinnati is planning
6: to file suit against the city over his dismissal. The attorney representing Michael Washington says he was fired without due process or cause.
11: This is a very tough time in the Mike Washington house. Yeah. His son is a Cincinnati firefighter. Um, and uh, this has been to say that this is devastating to Mike
4: Washington and his family would be an understatement. It's really a tragedy.
6: Attorney Steve Im on the Bill Cunningham Show. Im says the charges against the chief are very vague and have no substance to them. I'm Brian Combs, News Radio 700 WLW. U.S. Senate Majority Whip Dick Durbin of Illinois says he
11: is sorry, sorry the Democrats don't have enough votes to pass gun safety legislation. Over in the House, Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries of New York says it's unacceptable for Republicans to do nothing in the wake of this week's mass shooting in Nashville. We're
13: demanding that Congress act because the level of gun violence in this country is unacceptable it's unconscionable and it's un-American.
11: President Biden also criticizing Republicans for inaction on gun violence, repeated his own proposal for a renewed assault weapons ban. Citywide candlelight vigil set for tonight in Nashville in memory of the victims of the shooting at a Christian school on Monday. One of the officers who fired on the mass shooter in Nashville graduated from the University of Dayton. Rex Engelbert was class of 2018, had a degree in criminal justice. Let's check Wall Street now. We are just up up against the close, and the Dow is up 323, S&P 500 up 57, and the Nasdaq is up 210
0: points. Seven hundred WLW.
8: Sports. Here's a Reds update. The Reds are holding another workout today at Great American Ballpark on this the eve of opening day twenty twenty three up against the pirates. Seven hundred WLW's opening day coverage, the service of RL Carriers Expedited Services, and presented by your Cincinnati Northern Kentucky Toyota Dealers and Ortho Cincy Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Jonathan Indy is a leader at an early age for the Reds. I'm still young, you know, I'm still young in this game. Um but I am, you know, embracing that leadership role. You know, I, I I'm here to take on that role. Um, I'm not a vocal guy in the clubhouse. I'm not a guy that's gonna, you know, follow me. You know, do what I do. No, I'm not like that. I'm a guy that you know plays by example. Bill Dennison, 700 WLW Sports.
11: Time check, 4:06. Next news coming up at 4:30. Matt Reese, News Radio 700 WLW.
8: This report is sponsored by the Tudor Dixon Podcast.
7: Can Vivek Ramaswamy become the next president?
2: Back with Eddie Rocky and Rock. This guy's been a longtime friend of this show, of this radio station, and, of course, of the Cincinnati Reds.
3: Cincinnati royalty, Ed, one of the very best in the business, and we're just lucky that he happens to reside here in the tri-state Cincinnati. He's been uh, the Reds' uh, medical director since 1996, done surgery on countless patients across the tri-state, and he joins us right now. The one, the only, Dr. Tim Kremchek. Doc, how are you?
14: How are you guys doing today?
2: Good. We're doing great, Doc. So what is this new position you're you're moving into?
14: Well, I, you know, for 27 years, I've been down there every night and taking care of the team from scratches to illness to everything else. And, you know, it's kind of for me to take a step back. I'm still involved with the team as a consultant, just not going to be down there every night. and. I've got one of my young uh, partners that was a fellow with us and been in practice, Andrew Rosano, is going to do the day-to-day with some of the other guys. So still fingering it, it's just not the day-to-day, every mm-hmm. day. It's a long time, over, oh, hell you enough. know, 22, 2300 baseball games. Uh, and that's not my full-time job, remember. <laughs>
3: right? Exactly, yeah. You see patients uh, on a daily basis before
2: that.
14: Uh, uh, it used to crack me up when the players would have a day off, you know, and they'd say, Doc, what are you going to do on your day off? And, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm working, guys. Right. So yeah.
2: I, that I'm, I'm I got two
3: surgeries, four <laughs> knee surgeries. Yes,
14: exactly. <laughs> so I'm going to my regular job. So yeah, Dolphins <laughs> out.
3: So so, Doc, in your 27 years, I mean, if things, has anything changed about being, you know, the medical directors surgeon, and otherwise for a professional team, is anything different now than it was, or, or is it pretty much the same?
14: Oh no no no! It's totally different. I mean, it is totally totally different. I mean, when I started. You know, we were down in Plant City, and and again, I I'll never forget. I was scared to death. I was thirty four years old, and you know, after going around with Jim Bowden and getting a job, and you know, Barry Larkin, you know, welcoming me. I mean, it, it was just a different ballgame. The doctor back then took care of the players. The players stayed around. Now, you know, this is an agent's game. You know, the agents all over the country, they've got their players, they've got their advisors out of high school, their advisors in college, their advisors want to go to the draft. And so, you know, the agents dictate an awful lot and you know, they've got a, they've got an awful lot of power from for the players. They're looking after the players' best interests. So you know, it's 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 a lot different, in in many regards, you're taking care of the player, developing a relationship, and at the last minute, they go someplace else. So right. uh, that really never happened up until about ten years ago.
3: Yeah, I, I've I've seen, I've heard that. You know, yeah, you're right. The agents, though, if they need, if their client needs a surgery, they'll send them out to. Well, we deal with this group out in L.A. Right. and they're going to go do the surgery, and and versus. You know, you got you, one of the best in the country right there in-house, but I, I guess that's just kind of the nature of
14: the business. Well, it's that way in football, it's that way in basketball and, and, and certainly in baseball. And you know, guys, this is their livelihood. This is what they do and you know, this is a transient game in many regards. Some a lot of the players on the team this year weren't around last year. And you know, when, when I started, I mean the guys are on a team to Al Warzes, to Brett Boone's, to Barry Larkins, the you know, the John Smiley's the, I mean, these are guys that have been you know, Kevin Mitchell been around for a while. And so, you know, you stick with them year after year after year, and then you develop these relationships like I did with Larkin and Griffey and many, many of the guys. Now, you know, it's trade deadline gone, here for half a year, here for a year. So they don't develop those. You know, one of the last guys that did, that was Joey Votto. And, you know, Joey Votto stayed here for everything he's needed done just because, again, he's seen how it works.
2: So, Doc, yeah, I was going to ask you about that developing relationships uh, relationships with these young men over the course of this time i mean you had to have some good stories and some great relationships with these fellas
14: oh my gosh i mean you go back uh... you know you go back over the years and Again, I was I was their age when I started. You know, many of these players. You know, Lark is a couple of years younger than I am. When Griffey came up, he was a few years younger than I was. But, you know, you know year in and year out, you know these guys. They become friends, uh, you know, personal friends uh, of yours. And they've, they've, you've taken care of them. You've taken care of their families, their mothers, their fathers, brothers and sisters. And, you know, it's, it's just like when Junior Griffey hurt his, hurt his hamstring. And you know we never used to MRI hamstrings 20 years ago, and he's still hurting. So we MRI'd it. He pulled the, bo- the hamstring completely off the bone, and I said, "Junior, I've never, I've never done this before. Never fixed one of these before." So we sent him down to uh, North Carolina. The guy took care of the women's soccer teams. We've done a number of them. It, <clears throat> excuse me. And he said, "Yeah, I've got, got you. Got to fix that." So I'm sitting in my office the next day, the knock on the door, it's Junior. He comes in, he goes, okay, it needs to be fixed when we're going to do it. And I said, well, I've never done one of these before. And he goes, well, I trust you. I want you to do it. So wow. he did it. And, wow. uh, you know, he came back the next year. The funny part about that whole story is he came back next year and won Comeback Player of the Year. It was on the front of Sports Illustrated. And he had had a picture of himself, or a sequence of pictures, when he was with Seattle catching a ball in Detroit over the wall and it flinging it home and throwing a runner out, and he had him blown up. And the last one I wrote on it, he said, the the only other guy that could have done this wears a cape. And I said, I mean, these are awesome pictures from the guy from Sports Illustrator. It cost me $7,000 to frame up. I said, wow. but, <laughs> but it's still great. hanging up. There are, the whole sequence is still hanging up, and, you know, the the memory lives on. But, you know, those again, those were the players who were around forever, it's like Joe Olivers and, even Danny Graves, I mean, Danny Graves started in the year uh, 1997, and you know, I grew up with him. The Sean Casey's, all I can go, go. The list goes on of guys that um, stayed around. You develop great relationships, and quite honestly, still uh, communicate with. Uh, I just got a text today from Ryan Ludwig, who was with us for three or four years. Oh, wow! Fix his shoulder, and Sean Casey called me yesterday. So he's been he's been gone for a while. But again, these are uh, you don't develop those relationships really anymore because the game has become very transient
3: uh, doc uh, g- give me a, a i guess either a, a, a circumstance or, or i guess the oddest injury you've ever had to deal with without naming names like for instance uh, w- when i was playing there was a guy who had he had uh, like a like an abdominal surgery gets the surgery done you know goes home and he's getting out of his car on his crutches, slips on ice, tears it all again, he's got to go back in. Is there any sort of like just odd injury or just circumstance where you're like, oh, my God, how the hell did this
14: happen? Well, you know, when Brons- Bronson Arroyo was playing, he had a he was doing a commercial. I, I can't remember for which JTM something. And he was going to be the starting pitcher, I believe, on opening day. And he was doing this commercial with a knife, and he, he slid his thumb almost in half. And he came running over, and he had he had bandages all over him. Wow! And you know, we had to stitch him up. We had to explain to the ball club that you know he was going to miss some time pitching. He had some numbness in his fingers. I mean, stuff like that happens all the time. It happens, you know, when (laughs) when uh, you know Suarez dove into a swimming pool. You know, um, six weeks before. Uh, spring training and, and jammed and injured his shoulder that we had to operate on. He was trying to, he was just playing with his kids. I mean, these guys are, you know, real guys just doing their thing in the off season and bingo, they get hurt. But yeah. you have to realize that, you know, you do something like that, you're really risking your livelihood. So Thank goodness for him. He was able to come back and, you know, play all of that year and, and, and you know, still continuing to do well. But, so, yeah, there's some crazy stuff. I'll tell you what, there are some crazy stories. You do this long enough, there's some crazy I bet. That's why I asked you. Know. Both out, of man. can't be told. <laughs>
2: That's right. So, Doc, what are we looking at right now as far as what kind of shape is this team in? Because you, you mentioned Votto you know, a little while ago. What are we looking at with Joey?
14: Well, you know, I'll tell you what. Uh, you, you read the stuff about Joey, and uh, you watched last year when he injured his shoulder and, and we fixed his rotator cuff. And how he, you know, I think he really made a transformation of how he wanted to be more visible uh, in, in the community, visible for the ref. I mean, not only did he do the stuff at the stadium, uh, him and I both went to a number of high school football games together. And, you know, he was intermingling with the fans. And you could just tell that he knew that his time uh, was on the, you know, the short side of, of playing professional baseball in Cincinnati. And I, I think he took it extremely seriously, uh, his injury, his rehab. And I think he's making a smart move, uh, kind of backing off the first couple weeks of the season with the team and and coming back. I really think he wants to have a, <clears throat> a lion year. I think he thinks he can. His shoulder held him back. And so I look for good things for him. And who knows? Maybe he'll even be back next year. You know, the rest of these guys, I mean, this is a growing team. I mean, look at all the prospects. I think we're at the number four or five prospect team in, in baseball. Now the idea is to develop them and Mm -hmm. get them up here, plug them in the spots, and I think it's going to be exciting to watch uh, many of them play. Uh, They're all playing for positions. They're not kind of – they have nothing to rest on. And even the the fellows we brought in, Will Myers, who's trying to resurrect his career, much like what um, – I'm blanking on his name, the right fielder for the Phillies now when he was with us. He tried to res, and he did. He got a big contract. Uh, you know, these guys are, you know, you, you got young guys like Stevenson who can hit. Uh, they've got to limit him behind the plate. India showed up a, a lot lighter in, and rather than bulking up so he can, you know, have the range at, uh, second base. Barrero. What he hit like three thirty in spring training, so you know he's really kind of changed. And a lot of people think Steer at third base is going to be the leading hitter on the team, which is also exciting. And then you've got guys like uh, Senzel, who who you know he can play. He's been injury ridden. Mm -hmm. You know he's he's going to be a couple weeks out, but you know he's a player. So a lot of these guys. And Fraley was hurt a lot last year. And when he was with Seattle, and what he showed when he was healthy with the Reds, he can play. So you know, and then you take the top three pitchers. I mean, those three are big horses. When's the last time we had three twenty-three-year-old guys or twenty-four-year-old guys who've yeah, been you know, thrown like that in the starting rotation? I mean, these are big, strong guys that can, uh, you know, can take into the seventh inning. So uh, I think a lot to look forward to, a lot to be excited about, and you know, you got to look to the future. and Look what the Reds are trying to do. They're trying to, you know, they're trying to build on their farm system, much like Tampa Bay always does, and they always seem to be in the
15: playoff hunt and in a tough division in the American League East.
14: All right, with well, that, Doc. Thank you do for I all that. Do I sound more like a doctor, or do I sound more like a, a baseball general manager? Actually, you, like you sound as
3: base. nerdy at baseball as Lance yeah. McAllister. So, that were kind was pretty of, good.
2: You started doing fan <laughs> speak there. And you sound like yeah, a doctor yeah, 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 was yeah, talking yeah. about the uh, you know
14: being a fan. Maybe I'll be an agent. Maybe that's <laughs> there. I'm you doing. go. That's where the I'm money, is to Doc. Some of these guys. <laughs> yeah, and, give, you know, man. give up the surgery. There is no call. money I'm in that, man. I'll, yeah, I'll represent you guys for the, the for the Clear Channel WLW. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll take care of.
2: Believe that. us, there ain't no money in that son. <laughs> 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 Stick <laughs> with your your day job. Yeah. Yes, Doc. <laughs> hey, man, right. thanks so much.
16: That's ChumbaCasino.com.
6: No purchase necessary. BTW. Void We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. All right, guys. Take care. Your
2: best, Doc. Thanks. Our, our good friend, Dr. Tim Kremchek, Doc Hollywood. Yeah. And I bet you he does have some stories. Oh, I And I, I bet you he couldn't tell you. See, I, I
3: tried to tell you. He gave a good one, but there's about <laughs> 10 other ones he couldn't mention. Exactly. That aren't, uh, let's say, on the record. Uh-huh.
5: Uh, we check in with <laughs> traffic and weather now. What is going on? From the UC Health Traffic Center on National Doctors Day, we recognize physicians at UC Health for leading the region in breakthroughs and improving the health of our communities. Big problem for uh, and drivers and residents, too, along River Road, both east and westbound between Bender Road and Anderson Ferry Road. Now, there's a fire on the barge on the Ohio River Just east of River Road. Now, because of that, they're asking that residents uh, shelter in place and turn off the HVAC uh, equipment as well. So, again, River Road, both east and west between Bender Road and Anderson Ferry, that's blocked because of fire activity on the river. It's also a tie-up on East McMillan and Gilbert Avenue, working around an accident there. You're tied up if you're uh, headed over to Plainfield Road and Hunt Road, accident in that spot as well. I'm Scott Bradley on Radio 700 WLW.
2: 700 WLW Weather Center for tonight. Partly cloudy and 28 for tomorrow for opening day sunshine. High in the low 60s. It is 55 now. News Radio 700 WLW.
0: Standing tall as his red cape of greatness gloriously flutters. I like that. Mighty Mike McConnell summons his circle of champions. The king of the roads, Chuck Ingram. The queen of the climate, Jennifer Ketchmark. And the Caesar of sports, Seg Denison. Can I get all that for free?
6: Yes, you do. Yes, you do.
0: Together, they're the grand wake-up force that turns a ho-hum morning into a <laughs> super morning. Now that's
6: entertaining. Mike
0: McConnell Tomorrow morning at 5 on 700 WLW.
15: This report is sponsored by Pearl Specialties Olives in the Sunny Yellow Jar. Original MTV VJ Martha Quinn here. Pearl Specialties Olives are bursting with flavor and add the perfect Mediterranean twist to everyday meals and snacks. Rock your recipes with Pearl Specialties
4: Olives. For quality you can trust, look for the Sunny Yellow Package and get deals on Ibotta. If you've got
2: joint pain and you're being told your surgery, that surgery is your best option, stop what you're doing, call QC Kinetics. The folks at QC use the latest, most advanced regenerative treatments to bring lasting pain relief the natural way. This type of medication... Harnesses your own body's healing agents to restore and repair damaged tissue in your knees, hip, shoulder, and back. These treatments are done in the office with no drugs and no downtime. QC Kinetics has hundreds of clinics all over America with thousands of satisfied patients. If your joints are aching from arthritis or injury, look beyond the steroids and surgery and discover the possibilities with regenerative medicine. Especially this time of year. You know, it's starting to get warm out. You want to get out and do the stuff you love. If you can get relief and avoid going into surgery, makes sense to check it out. Call QC Kinetics now, 513-847-0019. 513-847-0019. That's 513-847-0019.
12: It's tournament time in college hoops. Make the BetParks Sportsbook app your go-to for all the tournament action. Live in-game betting, parlays, props, and more. Right now, new users bet $10 and get $125 in sportsbook bonus if your first bet wins. Make a BetParks Futures Wager on what team will win it all. Download the BetParks Sportsbook app now.
0: Gambling public call 1-800-GAMBLER must be 21 located in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, or Ohio. New users and win bets only. Terms and conditions apply. Sports bonus bet must be wagered once. See website for details in Ohio. Offered by Parks Interactive Ohio Inc.
2: Thank you. I always wonder with Eddie and Rocky, and we've got Jack Crumley in with us. Jack, some breaking
9: news. What's going on? Hi, guys. Yeah, we're uh, getting word about a uh, barge that's on fire uh, on the Ohio River. The address we're getting from Cincinnati Fire is 5495 River Road, which uh, is going to be on River Road. If you're heading out of downtown along River Road, it's before you get to Sailor Park. Uh, it's just up the road a little bit, just past Our Lady of Peace. It's before the intersection with Bender Road. Anyway, uh, police are saying that Cincinnati police are going to be out there. Directing traffic because apparently there's quite a bit of smoke that's coming off oh, of this wow. thing. It's, uh, it's affecting uh, traffic in the area. And also, I'm seeing some reports. This is on Twitter from an unverified account, but it's tagging like actual verified accounts that we do trust, talking about uh, encouraging people who do live in that area to shelter in place and turn off HVAC. They're saying there's not any hazardous material involved, but there's some diesel fuel that's burning. And that's uh, apparently what a lot of those smoky conditions are from, uh, is from that burning. So they're encouraging people who who live within a half mile of a uh, 5495 River Road to uh, shut your windows and, and don't be taking in any uh, fresh air from the outside because it doesn't sound like it's all that fresh right now.
3: Any idea what, what the barge was carrying? Like what's on fire?
9: Do not know. Everything, uh, it, it's all, this is all just sort of, uh, it's all mm. vague right now. Barge fire, uh, vehicle and pedestrian traffic has been restricted from the 5400 block to the 5600 block of River Road. Don't know what it was hauling, but apparently uh, diesel fuel is somehow involved in what's mm. burning, which is uh, creating some potentially bad smoke yeah. and uh, we don't want people to breathe it
2: all right well we're going to find stuff. out more thanks yeah. guys thanks jack thanks buddy uh jack crumley with the uh, news department i'm sure coming up here at the top of the hour we'll hear a lot more about that
3: yes so ed uh, and we got we gotta ask our, our good friend uh pj street this when we talk to him and we're gonna be talking to him on friday now not tomorrow because right. we're down at the holy grail getting ready for opening day right on um but, uh, so you remember the Liver King, right? He was very famous, got a lot of internet fame. Oh,
2: okay. When you said that, I was like, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, now I remember. Yeah,
3: sure. yeah. So he was a guy, he, he claims he ate, you know, basically organ meat. Namely, liver, and that was the key to his vitality and why he was in such good shape. Turns out he was actually on, like, mega doses of of testosterone. You think? And he denied it, and then there was, like, an email of him ordering the stuff and talking about it to someone. Didn't work out well for the liver king. But now, there's an heir to his throne, Ed. (laughs) Wait, the liver king. This is the testicle king. How
2: would you have said this. I thought the liver king had become the testicle uh, king, but he's no, no, passing no. the torch. He
3: is not transformed. <laughs> uh, Paulie Long, thirty-one, uh, from Philadelphia. Um, he uh, lives on an insane diet of uncooked animal genitals and raw <laughs> meat. Uh, blah, blah. He, uh, he, now he lives in in Bali. Okay. Uh, but has tried bull, lamb, and goat testicles. Um, He was, of course, inspired by the the liver king. And he, of course, films himself eating all this stuff. Um, Mr. Long said the diet has given him quote, better energy, better digestion, more strength and muscle, higher testosterone, and better mood stabilization than ever. He also added, uh, of course, increased libido, one would hope. Yeah. <laughs> Healthier gut, an all-around super healthy body. Uh, again, he claims he took up the habit after being inspired by the Liver King's unusual diet and believing it would help fix his damaged gut. Well, you know, hey, whatever works for you. <laughs> he's got this wife, and she's like, yeah, I don't care for it too much, but he's... Uh,
2: it's Working for him, so now see, I've always heard people would. God, it, like, I mean, the, you've seen the pictures of him. Uh, uh. The Rocky Mountain oyster things, I've always heard you know people talk about that, and that's that's bowl uh testicles, right? Yeah, but those right. are like like breaded and but fried. They're fried, these right. are but, raw, Jack. But that's what I yeah, but yeah, even with the Rocky Mountain oyster thing, I've always heard that when I ever I hear about that, is that one of those things that it actually tastes good? Or you just want to eat it to say you did? Yeah, I, I
3: imagine it's more of a, you know, it, it probably goes back from back in the day when, look, you didn't, you didn't spare anything. right? Like, like my grandpa, you know, they ate everything in the cow, the tongue, the brain, the oh, for sure. heart, everything. So I guess it goes back to that. I'm not sure it tasted good, but damn it, you were going to eat it. I've always heard that tongue is good. I've heard that too, but mentally I can't get past it. I the the texture of it, because, you know, tongue is like, Sandpaperish, right? Especially a cow's tongue. If you ever, I don't any, know how it is once you cook it. Cow lick you. Uh, I don't know, but I, I've heard the same. I've heard it's very, very good, very it's nutritious, quite tasty. I can put some like, uh, I don't know, some breading on it. And but people,
2: you cook know, living hell out of it, and then they will try it. I well, I told you that time. to a crisp on my honeymoon when I went into the French place, and I'm gonna I'm gonna eat some French food, and they brought out basically intestines with gravy on it. Oh, my and, and you know Deb's over there eating like a nice piece of salmon with a little salad and stuff, and she's and she's you know about yeah, ready to throw lamb up guts on right, your plate. Right, right, I've got intestines on my plate. She's like, oh, this is so good. I'm like, I'm going to smack you. <laughs> oh, yuck. <laughs> so, Rock, this uh, this guy. Speaking of testicle kings. He is a serial sperm donor who who has fathered 550 children. Should be thrown in jail. Well, that's what they're trying to do. He's being taken to court and sued over accusations that his frequent donations are increasing the threat of accidental incest. Oh, my God. Yeah. And it's in the... Because it's in the same town. I mean, city or whatever. So they're like, well, there's only
3: about... You know, fifteen hundred people in this town, and he's impregnated fifty-five
2: or five hundred fifty of them. They're uh, trying to stop him. He's forty-one years old, trying to stop him from donating and stop him before he now, donates again. how does that again? work?
3: Can, can anyone tell us? Like, do you get paid for that? I assumed if you give a, give a sample, and I thought so. And do you get paid by? You know, like how. um Sought after, your genes are. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're, if you're know, six five them. and you know you're in shape and you, you know do you specialty
2: things like that. You know where you can go to the mutt store and they only give you ten bucks. If you go to the specialty gig, they oh, give you a hundred. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, the foundation is also accusing him of lying about the number of children he father uh, That he has fathered. Uh, donors must only donate a maximum of twenty five children. Or to a dozen women to stop the possibility of inbreeding and incest, et cetera, et cetera. So, this dude, uh, you're only supposed to do 25. He did 550. Uh, again,
3: that, that's because it's not like you can't be making a thousand dollars or anywhere close to that. So, this is like a like a psychosis this guy has.
2: It's well, and the. And they're saying this guy apparently he's he's nuts. They're he's blacklisted. They're going to destroy his sperm in storage, uh, and they it says that he also has approached people online, offering uh, home insemination. What well, hell? So he's what going, guy hasn't offered that before? So, it, but it says so he's seemingly showing little sign of changing his behavior. So if he can't do it, sanction. He's going to go online and sell it individually he's one
3: of these people that just thinks his his seed is going to save humanity
2: well uh it's going to get him thrown in jail is what's going to correct happen. and and rightfully so that's weird let's let's talk to dan in lebanon we're uh, talking about the rocky mountain oyster thing uh hey dan what's going on buddy yeah. thanks for calling
15: yeah uh i love your conversation about the organ meats yeah we're yeah, and Rocky Mountain oysters are sheep testicles, not bull testicles. They're very small, mm. and they're delicious if you bread them and deep fry them. You got to try them. So,
3: now, to be fair, if
15: I breaded and deep fried
3: like a grasshopper, it'd be pretty good. So, is it the actual sheep testicles that are good, or is
15: it just the breading and the frying aspect? Well, the sheep testicles are good, but the breading and frying doesn't hurt it any.
2: No, so no. Are, uh, let me, let me ask yeah. you. This is you know we're gonna grow some people wow, but we're, <laughs> of course you're gonna go there. Do we're, it. We're talking. Curious. Is it? Are they tender? Are they chewy? Uh,
15: what's the deal? Salty? They're very tender. Huh. It's sort of like eating scallops. Sort of the same texture.
3: Oh wow! Huh. those are like some yeah. almost gelatinous ish.
15: Interesting. Now, they're not gelatinous, but they're, they're very tender i got news for you. I'll tell you something else. If you have never tried brave beef heart in a nice, deep red wine, tomato, gravy, absolutely fabulous because the heart is a muscle. It's not mushy. Absolutely delicious. Same thing with oxtails, tongue, cow tongue. Uh, just, you just got to cook it right, and it's delicious. You know, I could serve you cow tongue, and you'd think it was just roast beef.
3: Now, weird? Let, yeah. let me ask: Like, where where do you get all this stuff? You go to the butcher and say, "Hey, give me all the stuff that you're gonna
15: <laughs> nobody else wants." <laughs> nobody
3: else wants. Well,
15: well, you you can go to Jungle Gyms. out where I live. Mm. I know a lot of people who raise cattle. They sell freezer beef, and I yeah. just, I get that stuff from people who raise the freezer beef because you know most people don't want it. So, uh, you know, they put it in their freezer, and I was like, well, "What am I going to do with it?" Right. Well, I get it from people who, uh, who do that sort of thing. I mean, there, there's well, a lot of people think, that... I don't, I, don't that know, I don't think you can buy it at like, supermarkets, but Jungle Gyms will have it. You know, if they, if they they you want to do a butcher,
3: I bet you they have it. you want to like Stalin's Meats, which is yeah, wow. one of the best butchers out there. And yeah. now, oh,
15: Stalin's, absolutely. Yeah. Because they, you know, they've got a slaughterhouse.
3: Right. Well, as for my grandpa, I, I got a tour of that slaughterhouse by the great people wow. at Stalin's. My grandpa took his cattle there for decades and uh you want to talk about I can't cool. believe
15: this. my grandpa had a farm in mount healthy and that's he raised lamb and that's where all all the lambs were taken to steal and they've been there they've been out there forever
2: forever yeah good stuff man all right yeah. thanks dan yeah you know you gotta live a little sometimes i reckon
3: <laughs> people try. claim it's really good for you ed okay, you know then. <laughs> help your uh help your libido.
2: Nice little Chianti,
3: <laughs> Deb.
2: Oh yeah! <laughs> I've been eating cow tongue and testicles for the last three weeks. Yeah, I'm ready for you. Come on, baby. Let's go. Uh, we check in with traffic and weather. What is going on?
5: From the UC Health Traffic Center, our National Doctors' Day, we recognize physicians at UC Health for leading the region in breakthroughs and improving the health of our communities. It's a time on 71 northbound to uh, 562. It uh, looks like uh, right on that ramp, left lane of the ramp, there's some lumber that somehow spilled in that left lane. So folks are having a time getting around. It looks like you can use it, but it's going to be slow on the approach. 74 eastbound, right at uh, southbound 75, accident on that exit ramp, right shoulder's blocked, and still not blockage, uh River Road. Both east to west between Bender Road and Anderson Ferry Road. That's because of the uh, barge that's on fire on the Ohio River. They want you to stay inside if you're in that area. I'm Scott Bradley on News Radio 700 WLW.
2: From 700 WLW Weather Center for tonight, partly cloudy and 28 for tomorrow for opening day sunshine, high in the low 60s. It is 55 now, News Radio 700 WLW.
6: This report is sponsored by Verdict with Ted Cruz. I'm Ben
9: Ferguson, and I'm Ted Cruz. Alejandro Mayorkas just testified in the Senate, and lucky. Before we get to that, let's get to Steve in
2: Dark County. Hey, Steve, thanks for holding.
10: Yes, I used to. I used to be in the hog business. I used to raise pigs, and I would feed my children.
7: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
10: Hug testicles and tell them they were chicken livers, and they never knew the difference.
3: I'm not sure what it, what it, what, it, what, it, what it sounds grosser, chicken livers I or the say, testicles. I'm not <laughs>
5: a chicken liver guy either, but
3: um, so, so were, they, were they. Were they tasty? Did they like them? Did they notice?
10: Yeah, it just tastes like pork. Okay. You know, pork chicken livers and you take them, you you slit them open and peel the rough skin off of them and and slide them down and throw them in the frying pan. But, you know, I used to tell them they were chicken livers and if they knew they were hog balls, they wouldn't eat them.
3: <laughs> That's there's a certain connotation that comes with.
2: Yeah, and thanks such a Steve. thing. Yeah, I was now does your dad? He he's old school, like like my parents were. Uh, I would assume he likes liver and onions and that type of stuff. Because my mom and dad, they would they could have lived on liver and onions.
3: No, my, I they can't recall it. my dad eating liver and onions. Although he does tell a story about when he was dating my mom, and because uh, my my grandpa had a you know had a farm and cattle, and again he's old school, right? And uh, it was just that generation. But he'd go over there, and he's remember I never forget having dinner with him, and. You know, my grandpa, her dad, eating cow brains. Yeah, I've heard of people doing that. And yeah, you know, just he's like, I just can't get that burn out of my out of my how head. Do you,
2: how was that prepared?
3: I forget if it was fried. I forget if it was fried, or I, I don't think I don't think you can do it raw. Because don't you have to cook it? Because it doesn't have potentially some sort of something say, I, in it? I, I would think so. Yeah, which that alone is enough to. Make me okay. I'll, I'll I'll take the hoof
2: over that, but I, I don't know. Maybe it was raw. I don't know. When I was a when I was a kid, i told that before. My uh, grandma and grandpa lived next door to us, and my grandpa was a giant hunter. He loved to go out and, and hunt. He um, made squirrels and raccoons and stuff, and he they used to sell coonskins all the time. He had a bunch of them. He had a curing uh, shed out in the back, and. I, I will never forget, because I used to see it all the time. It wasn't like I saw it once and freaked out. And I'm probably eight, nine years old. And he would be, you know, he's making dinner for him and uh, and Mamaw there. And go in there, there'd be three or four skinned squirrels boiling in a pot. Their little eyes looking at you and their little claws. Yeah. It didn't, you know, you didn't break them down at all. He just threw them in the pot and boiled them up. Just boil them up and then just... Ripped it off and ate him, huh? Yeah, make a little gravy out of that. Our uh, squirrels you know? a little gamey, I, and there ain't a lot of meat on there. I know. I, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's the
3: thing is that's a, that's a lot of work. That's yeah. a lot of work for a little bit of fun. That's something I am against.
2: I was watching some cooking show um, to was I was whatever it was today or yesterday, and it's that guy I forget his name that does the weird. He eats bizarre foods and stuff. Oh, Andrew Zimmerman. Zimmerman,
3: yeah. I, that show's fascinating. That, that I, I like that show. I do, too. Because he
2: does weird crap like this. And he was eating pigeons. Literally, they were going out and, like, you know, the pigeon you see flying around on Fountain Square? They, you know, defeathered feathered them and ate them. Whew. Now, that's a little strong to me now that's
3: a little that's a little strong. <laughs> I remember being in the Bahamas like I'm trying to think of like the freshest thing I had we uh these guys these Bahamian guys caught uh lobsters and I mean literally took them out of the water, boom you know busted the tails off them or however they uh-huh. did it, and threw them on a grill I mean like within i mean the the, the way you do living to I am eating it with time was about I don't know like thirty minutes yeah that and then uh we were in mexico and uh see yeah, i caught this fish and and they, they fried i mean the whole fish eyes oh, yeah. everything
2: it was good though coming up here we do have willie and we're going to be getting his thoughts on opening day yes, a little preview this gives us a chance to kick back and <laughs> we can probably go home and he'll talk i actually until, gonna leave
3: right now <laughs> he'll talk till six o'clock
2: <laughs> but now it's the news news radio 700 wlw Here's
6: the pitch. Play ball! That's baseball. The Skyline Chili countdown to opening day. Feeling good? It's Skyline time. First pitch in one day. On 700 WLW. It's opening day. The home of the Cincinnati Reds
0: traffic and weather news radio 700 wlw cincinnati a shelter in place issued for part of the west side
11: major impact on the drive home with the five o'clock report i'm matt reese breaking now this rush hour a serious problem it's west of downtown Cincinnati Cincinnati Fire Department on the scene of a barge on fire this is around the 5400 block of River Road in Sailor Park there was thick black smoke seen from the river during the past hour it appears that the fire is under control And the fire has diminished because the smoke has diminished. But River Road between Anderson Ferry and Bender is shut down, meaning people trying to get to Delhi and Cleves and North Bend from work tonight are jammed up. No injuries are reported. Cincinnati Fire Department telling people to shelter in place if you're within a half a mile of the fire. Very smoky at the beginning. There are no other hazards or chemicals other than smoke from the fire. But again, uh, the Cincinnati Fire Department says a barge on fire is the reason for this. Peers, it is under control from what we see. But River Road between Anderson Ferry and Bender Road is shut down. And we're going to check on what's going on, the very latest in traffic. First, we are checking the weather from
5: the Health Traffic Center on National Doctors' Day. We recognize physicians at UC Health for leading the region to breakthroughs and improving the health of our communities. Looks like it's uh, better along 71 northbound, the ramp to 562. That uh, lumber has been cleared from the left lane of the ramp, but it does look like still a bit of a problem for drivers if you're headed along 75 southbound between Western Hills, Viennacht, and 71 US 50, about six minutes or so of delay time. And still by closure, of River Road both east and west between Bender Road and Anderson Ferry. Fire barge on the river, and that's I got the roadway blocked for the time being. I'm Scott Bradley on News Radio 700, WLW.
6: Now, the latest forecast from the Advanced Dentistry Weather Center. Advanced Dentistry, it's true. A no-fear dentist experience is possible. Learn more at NoFearDentist.com. In
12: the evening. will continue to stay mostly clear with a few passing clouds as those winds start to calm and turn to the north-northeast right around 5 to 10 miles per hour. It'll be another cool and clear night on the way tonight as we drop down to 29. Areas that see lighter wind, especially those sheltered valleys, likely to see patchy frost. Tomorrow, opening day, beautiful, sunny and 60. From your severe weather station of 9 First Warning, meteorologist Brandon Spinner, News Radio 700 WLW.
11: Opening day forecast sponsored by Pella Windows and Doors of Greater Cincinnati. Pella now, pay later and again. Sunny and 60 for opening day tomorrow. Our temperature now 57. And this news is brought to you by ACR Gunite Pools and CaryAutomotive.com. The American Civil Liberties Union of Kentucky calls it a shameful attack on LGBTQ children in Kentucky. The Republican-controlled legislature today overrode the governor's veto of Senate Bill 150 and plans to file a lawsuit to try and block the law. Lawsuit prevents transgender children from using bathrooms that align with their gender identity would also allow teachers to refuse to refer to transgender kids by the pronouns they choose. Senator Chris McDaniel of Kenton County supported the bill.
4: This bill is not to anyone out there a license to harass, demean or impugn the dignity of another human being. This does not give one the right to call into question the humanity or value of another person's life. It does not give anyone the right to harm the person or property of someone else.
11: The one-time CEO of Starbucks getting heat today before a Senate committee alleged to be anti-union.
10: These violations include the illegal firing of more than a dozen Starbucks workers for the crime of exercising their right to form a union and to collectively bargain for better wages benefits and working conditions.
11: Senator Bernie Sanders, Howard Schultz taking the hot seat and Senator's questions.
10: Former
0: Starbucks CEO Howard Schultz defending the coffee chain in his testimony. We are 100% committed to fulfilling our obligations as an employer under the National Labor Relations Act. Senator Bernie Sanders accusing Starbucks of penalizing employees who attempted to form unions at a time when union support is growing.
10: There has been a major revitalization of the trade union movement in this country. A federal judge
0: recently found Starbucks violated labor laws more than 100 times in Buffalo, New York, where Starbucks employees were union organizing. Justin Finch, ABC News, Washington.
11: Pope in the hospital with a respiratory infection expected to be there several days. Pope Francis, 86 years old, reportedly has been having trouble breathing in recent days. Wall Street. Dow gained 323, S&P 500 up by 56, Nasdaq jumping by 210. Less than 24 hours from the first pitch at Great American Ballpark.
8: 700 WLW. Sports. Here's a Reds update. The Reds are holding another workout today at Great American Ballpark on this, the eve of opening day 2023, up against the Pirates. 700 WLW's opening day coverage, the service of RL Carriers, Expedited Services, and presented by your Cincinnati, Northern Kentucky, Toyota dealers and Ortho, Cincy, Orthopedics, and Sports Medicine. Jonathan Indy is a leader at an early age for the Reds. I'm still young, you know, I'm still young in this game. Um, but I am, you know, embracing that leadership role. You know, I. I I'm here to take on that role. Um, I'm not a vocal guy in the clubhouse. I'm not a guy that's gonna, you know, follow me. You know, do what I do. No, I'm not like that. I'm a guy that you know plays by example. Bill Dennison, 700 WOW Sports.
11: Updating that barge fire, 5400 Blanca River Road, Sailor Park. River between Anderson Ferry and Bender shut down. Cincinnati Fire Department telling people in the area shelter in place if you're within a half mile of the fire. No hazards or chemicals other than the heavy smoke from that fire. It is 5.07 in Cincinnati. Next news coming up at 5.30. Matt Reese, News Radio 700,
12: WLW. This report is sponsored by Murphy Tractors. At Murphy Tractor, John Deere. They're committed to being your first choice when it comes to your construction equipment needs. Back with Eddie and Rocky. And, Rock,
2: it is Wednesday. Yes. And that means it's time for Wednesdays with Willie, being brought to you by Reese Powers and his powerful team at Joseph Chevrolet. And Willie, tomorrow, as every good Cincinnati knows, is opening day in the big town. Your thoughts as we are, wow, now less than 24 hours out
10: from first pitch. I call it 23 hours from now will be liftoff shock the world to dream the impossible dream to beat the unbeatable foe i have a sense that the red have possibly as many as three Cy young award winners going back to back wow. to back i think dela cruz will be up here sometime around july 14th which is flag day and because they play all the other teams equally that means they don't play they don't play those dead at those dreaded pittsburgh pirates they lost nine games in a row to the pirates so get rid of the Pirates and the Red Legs. I think if I'm reading this correctly is going to shock the world and maybe win the pennant and the World Series and March beyond. Before I die, I said this to The Rock the other day. Before we die, will we watch the World Championship banner be raised once again over the Cincinnati Reds? And I say yes. And the same year to have Xavier win the NIT, then to have UC football go to the Final Four now. To think about the Redlegs shocking the world, there's no super teams left. I don't think the Braves are that good. I don't think Philadelphia is that good. I know the Pirates are not. They play an equal schedule and play all 29 other teams the same number. That's going to play right into the Reds. They're going to sneak up on people like a sniper and take them down. That's what I'm sensing. That's wow. what I'm feeling. Wow. That's what I know is going to happen. What do you say, Rock? Well, Are you with me or against me. Well
3: look, they they're coming off a season last year in which they lost 100 games, the second most they've ever lost though so in 1982 they lost 101. Um but but a big part of last year and as we have talked about was was the start. I believe it was 3 and 21. There was a yeah. stretch where they lost, you know, 18 you know games more or less in a row. You get yourself totally behind the eight ball just literally as the season is getting started. Everyone's getting kind of settled in, learning their role and all that sort of thing. You're already out of it. So as long as that doesn't happen, there's a chance.
10: And the last 26 games, Eddie told me this the other day, the last 26 games last year in September, first week in October, they won 6-20. and 20. So if you take away the 3 and the 21, take away the 6 and the 20, the Reds are like twenty games over five hundred, and so I see something happening that will shock the world. Which is the Reds are not going to open up the first twenty four games they play. They're not going to lose twenty one, right, Eddie? I
2: they better not. If they can Willie, let's face it. If they can go, if they can go five hundred for the opening month, that would be gigantic for this young
10: team. It would be. They were like 36 games below 500 to begin the year yeah. and to end the year. And so I think basically they're going to they're sneak up on a whole bunch of people and shock the world. And if that happens, I want the prediction to be right now, March 29th, 2023. Reds will win the pennant and the Reds will win the World Series. That's what I'm saying. Wow.
3: So I'm writing this down. You have the Reds winning the pennant in the World Series this year
7: no purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
10: That's Write it down because it'll shock the world. Like the 1961 Reds shocked the world. Much like the 1990 Reds, you might recall. They went through from 1976 to 1990. 14-year stretch in which they didn't win a damn thing. And all of a sudden, you had Jose blaming on Rio. You had Tom Browning. You had Jackson. You had a really good ball club, the Nasty Boys. You had Barry Larkin. You had the makings of a dynasty that was taken apart. But nonetheless, this is no more surprising than the Reds winning the pennant in the World Series in 1990. It's about the same. Compared to what? What do we have to worry about? Well, I think it's going to happen,
3: guys. Well, to your point, the Reds won the World Series in 1990. The season before, 1989... They lost 87 games and finished fifth. So, essentially, every Cincinnati Reds fan, a la 1990, this time 1990, was sitting around saying, well, these guys are no good. They finished fifth last year, lost damn near 90 games, and the team went wire to wire. So, if you're saying there's a chance, maybe there's a
10: chance. There's always a, a point. And the other thing, Rock, is this. The great number 32, Tom Browning, who loved Reds opening day. Mr. Perfect. September 16th, 1988, Mr. Perfect died a a couple months ago. And so the Reds need to dedicate this season to Tom Browning, number 32, also known as Mr. Perfect. Dedicate the year to Mr. Browning, and I think there's some reason for this club to do better. And when I went over this afternoon with the great Jeff Brantley, the Reds lineup, I didn't know half of those guys. I don't know who's playing third. I don't know, really. Who's going to be at first base? I guess Stevenson. Maybe not. Maybe Casale is going to catch in Stevenson. Who's in left? Who's in center? Who's in right? They're going to sneak up on these. On this, and that. Space are right now green. Hunter Green's going to throw most of his fastballs over 100 miles an hour. Think about that. 100 miles an hour in the corner. Then here comes Lodolo in the second game. Here comes Ashcraft throwing 100. This team, imagine the excitement we're going to feel on uh, when this thing concludes. And all of us are right there on Fountain Square with the Reds' championship trophy, the sixth World Series title. And it's going to ha- I can sense it in my bones. I might be arthritis, but I think I sense it in my bones something good's about to happen to this ball club well willie you talked about
2: those three names those three starting pitchers they're throwing at 100 miles an hour let's say they get yeah. they get deep into yeah. the game and by that i mean yeah. they get the 6th 7th inning and it's a 2 to 1 game they're they're, oh, yeah. they're going back and forth and then the bullpen gets called in and that's when oh, it, becomes no. oh, oh, to, no. it becomes a 6 to becomes a 6 to 2 game <laughs>
10: Well, I'm thinking the bullpen might need some help. But in August of this year, before the before the deadline is passed for trades, that they can help two or three members of their bullpen and get forward. I spoke to Bob Castellini yesterday. He understands what's at stake this season is the faith and love and hope we Reds fans have had all these decades for the Cincinnati Reds, and that's why He's now predicting something shocking is going to happen. And I did put money down in 65.5 wins and over. Anyone would be wise to bet on that. 66 to 96, you win the bet. And so I, I just sense something is developing. Something is coming forward. I sense the UC football program did it this little part. I look at Xavier winning the National Invitation Tournament. I look at UC Bearcats getting in the Big 12. Uh, I look at the tennis tournament, the ladies coming out to Kenwood. I look at John Barrett's tennis tournament. I look at FC right now is undefeated. There's a sense in this town that something great's about to happen, and we in the Queen City deserve it more than perhaps any other city where America's best city and the best state and the best region now we're about to have the best baseball club you can't buy yourself a championship it's got to be by, it's got to be by hard work perseverance fear of god love of country and if that happens this team will shock the world
3: that's correct and I and mean, look things are on the upswing around town bengal's are doing better uh, as you mentioned, yep. uh, Xavier won the the uh, national championship last year. You exactly. see yeah, football NIP. beat Notre Dame, uh, you might recall, even though I don't like to think about Everyone that. Done. But so, so done. things are Everyone. on the upswing around here. Let's get her done, Cincinnati Reds. Now, Willie, can you, you're very, very famously, you give your pregame speech with Lance McAllister before the kickoff uh, of the season, yeah. before the first pitch is thrown. Now, the past three years, because I've listened intently, you have missed the mark. You have been cut off mid-speech because you do not know how timing in this business works, even though you've been doing it for about 60 years. So, But can you at least preview what your pregame speech will be about? Give us a a, a topic. Give us a little bit of a thesis of what is going to be contained within that great speech.
10: Ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) We're not going to start back in 1869. No. We're going to start in 2023. Instead of going from 1869 to 2023 with all the highlights of Reds baseball, I'm going to start at 2023 and go backwards. Backwards. I'm going backwards from now into the past. That way, from last year's speech and this year's speech, hook up somewhere in the middle. Last year I got like 1970. And that was it. I was cut off. Unceremoniously, Ow. but this year I'm starting in present day and going backwards, <laughs> and I hope to get somewhere around the third game of the 1990 World Series. That's my goal. How how far
2: <laughs> did you get last year?
3: 1929, 197. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure you made it
10: to 70. I'm not sure, but I didn't make it there. But by looking this way, uh, look at this record. The Reds won the last game in 75. They won four games straight in 76 in the World Series, then four games in 90. The Reds are on a nine-game winning streak in the World Series. From 75, one win, seventy six four nineteen ninety four nine Nine World Series games in a row. That's the building of something. That's the foundation you can bet on. What other Major League Baseball club is on a winning streak of nine straight World Series games? Only the Cincinnati Reds. Well, they just got like to pick up where they left off thirty-three three years ago. <laughs> just do it in this century. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, they and do that, that in this century, we'll <laughs> be okay. <laughs> yeah, this, this, this is a new century. But let's face it: nine. Just think about this: nine World Series victories in a row. What other club can say that?
2: God bless America,
10: Willie. Uh, I'll, I'll be ready for tomorrow. My voice is strong. I'll be ready to set the standard and light up the airwaves. On seven hundred WLW.
3: Now, now, quickly, Willie, what number opening day is this for the Great American?
10: This is number as a broadcaster. Excuse me, seven. Okay, seventy-five. Okay. seventy-five. All right, all right buddy. and this will be the greatest of all time. They're going to win the game. By the way, a score will be seven to two. Reds win seven two. Write that down seven two.
2: right, two. Got it. Know. All right, all right, Willie. Nine in a row. Nine in a row. We will see you tomorrow. Where your warm up act?
10: God bless America. Thank you very much, Eddie, and The Rock. Thank you very much. Eddie. Thanks, Willie. There goes uh, and there goes
2: Willie. He's getting, he's getting ready. We're all going to be at the uh, start at 9 o'clock in the morning. That's
3: right. Sloney in, and Mo. Mo and, uh, and Sloaney, then us. 9 to 11. We're there 11 to 1. And then Willie and Seg. And then Willie and Lance McAllister.
2: They're going to take it home. Take it home. All right. Uh, let's check in with traffic and weather. What is going on? The UC Health Traffic Center, the University of Cincinnati Cancer Center,
5: recommends colorectal cancer screenings for all adults over the age of 45. Learn more at uchealth.com. It's uh, still bad fire activity along River Road, both east and westbound, between Bender Road and Anderson Ferry Road. That is completely blocked because of a fire on a barge on the river now as a result tipsters are calling our uh, tip line of course saying that the detour from hillside avenue and vendor road vendor and uh, vendor and river road is very very heavy and very slow so expect just a large amount of delay there now construction has you on the brakes for nearly 50 minutes on 275 westbound of the kentucky indiana state line your stop and go from right around uh, hebron this afternoon i'm scott bradley on news radio 700
2: wlw from 700 WLW Weather Center for tonight, partly cloudy and 28 for tomorrow for opening day sunshine. High in the low 60s, it is 55 now, News Radio 700 WLW.
0: Mike McConnell here for something for you to think about. If you miss my show, you can listen to the Mike McConnell podcast on the iHeartRadio app and catch what you missed. However, if the shark attacks and eats your foot, that foot's gone forever. So take my advice. Listen to the Mike McConnell podcast and stay out of the ocean.
14: This report is sponsored by Apollo
0: Home, your source for plumbing, heating, and air and electrical. That shower starts off hot, then it turns cold. Uh oh. Your home has an uh oh. That'd get rocky.
2: Yet. We definitely have to hold Willie to his predictions for today.
3: Yes, and if he's right. He will have made sure everything was recorded and in place. If he's wrong, then he'll make no recognition of the fact that he was in fact wrong.
2: Oh no, there will be some kind of bogus, you know, bogus excuse that he'll right, him, yeah. He'll feet He'll kind of his way yeah. out of. <laughs>
3: he'll blame it on McConnell or SAG or something.
2: So now, Ron, if you're if you're a cop, I don't know if you appreciate this kind of humor or not, but police, this was in uh, Chicago. Uh, pulled a guy over for speeding. Uh, there was a, it was a traffic stop. It doesn't really say what it was. So I'm assuming it was speeding. So they pull him over.
8: Mm-hmm.
2: So they come up with the old you know, license place and registration and all that. So he slides them. You know, you remember in the movies where there's like a guy gives his license and a $100 bill on it or something. Oh, such. yeah. Yeah. Try yeah. to... No, he gives him the license with a monopoly game. Get out of jail free card. <laughs>
3: that's funny. You gotta let him right. go. And you gotta let that guy go.
2: And that's the uh, and that's the thing. Apparently, it wasn't like he was a drunk driver or something. So. Uh, the the cops thought it was doesn't say if they let him go or not, but they did think it was funny and they and that was part of their report. Like you gotta give them credit for that.
3: It's like when you give Deb your her free sex card. Yeah. Yeah.
16: Exactly. Here you go. This was I, I I've uh, had
3: this for I found this.
2: <laughs> Monopoly. Oh, yeah.
3: Get out of jail right. free. And,
2: oh, jeez, like, well, that was from my last boyfriend. <laughs> uh, anyways. Coming up, we're gonna be talking to ABC News about Narcan, You're going to be able to buy it at the drugstore pretty yeah. soon. That's after the news right
0: now. News Radio 700 WLW. News, traffic, and weather. News Radio 700 WLW. Cincinnati.
1: Crews working on a barge fire with the 530 report. I'm Sean Gallagher. Breaking now. The Cincinnati Fire Department is currently working to put out a barge fire this afternoon along the Ohio River along River Road. Right now River Road between Bender and Anderson Ferry Road is closed and those living within a half mile of the barge fire are advised to shelter in place. Cincinnati Assistant Fire Chief Matthew Flagler saying a few minutes ago there are no hazardous materials involved This dark smoke is being caused by the diesel fuel that is burning and was asked help long it could take to put the fire out. It could take a while. The difficulty is when we put too much water onto that barge, we could sink it.
3: So we have to be measured in our approach. We're putting water on the fire and then we're using some pumps to actually pump that water
4: off the barge so we can continue
1: to attack the fire. And Flagler is hoping to have the shelter in place lifted within the next hour. Now the latest traffic and weather together. From the UC Health Traffic Center
5: on National Doctors' Day, we recognize physicians at UC Health for leading the region of breakthroughs and improving the health of our communities. Big problem along River Road, completely shut down east and west between Bender Road and Anderson Ferry. That's because of a a smoky barge fire on the Ohio River east of River Road. That's causing big delays, and it's also causing big delays trying to get around it on Hillside Avenue and Bender Road, so plan on uh, extra time there. I'm Scott Bradley on News Radio 700,
0: WLW. Now the latest forecast from the train heating and Cooling Weather Center on News Radio 700 WLW.
12: Into the evening and overnight, we calm down and cool down. We're down to 29 degrees overnight with mostly clear skies. Could see some areas of patchy frost. Your Thursday opening day baseball, 60 degrees. Sunshine is beautiful ahead of rainfall, which will come in on Friday with a chance of strong and severe storms late in the day. From your severe weather station, I'm 9 First Warning Meteorologist Brandon Spinner, News Radio 700 WLW.
1: Red's opening day forecast, a service of windows and doors of Greater Cincinnati, Pellinel. I'll pay later. right now radar is showing a mostly sunny sky and our current temperature is 58 degrees. Republicans in the Kentucky Legislature today overriding Governor Andy Beshear's veto of Senate Bill 150, now making it law. It bans gender-affirming care for Kentuckians under 18, while also prohibiting transgender children from using bathrooms that align with their gender identities, and it allows teachers to refuse to refer to transgender students by the pronouns they use. The legislation has been deemed anti-LGBTQ by critics. Last week, Governor Beshear, before issuing the veto, said under Senate Bill 150, he fears the number of suicides among transgender youth in the state will rise, while while also calling out lawmakers for ignoring more important issues like teacher pay
0: 700 wlw sports
8: here's the reds update the reds are holding another workout today a great american ballpark on this the eve of opening day 2023 against the pirates more tonight on the hot stove league starting at 605 right here on 700 wlw joey Votto. he's talking about the reds being a young team this year but watch out
0: this is the first uh, wave of
4: players in the next generation of Reds baseball, you know if if that's the case, the Reds fan base I think is in good hands because there's some
0: real talent.
1: Bill Dennison, seven hundred WLW Sports. Final numbers on Wall Street today: the Dow gaining three hundred twenty-three points, the Nasdaq up two hundred ten, and the S and P rising fifty-seven points. Newsy service of Allworth Financial and CarryAutomotive dot com. Our next update is at six o'clock. I'm Sean Gallagher, News Radio seven hundred. WLW. 700 WLW Cincinnati. Available everywhere with
7: the iHeartRadio app. Now number one for podcasting. 700 WLW. An iHeartRadio station.
0: Hey, Mike McConnell here. If you're searching for the quickest, the easiest, just find the best way to buy your next vehicle, do what I do. De-
16: All right, back
2: with Eddie and Rocky and... plus you know i did not see this coming i don't know if you've heard about this or not rock but uh,
3: i i did so the fda approves over-the-counter narcan to reduce drug overdoses and there's been a couple incidents i remember not too long ago a, a police officer police you officer. know made or made an arrest or something and then uh, they, they didn't know but the person had fentanyl residue on them goes into basically uh, a drug I, overdose right, and yeah. they had narcan on site so th- this stuff is everywhere and people have family members unfortunately that are you know, get involved in drugs. So the FDA and, and the powers of beer saying maybe it's a good idea to allow people to buy Narcan. And with the, the latest on that, we have Derek Dennis from ABC. Derek, what can you tell us?
13: Oh well, first of all, this has been uh, really a, a, a few years in the making. The FDA. Uh, approving not only an over-the-counter version of Narcan, but a nasal spray that can be administered by everyone. You don't need to be specially trained like a police officer or a healthcare provider. Anyone can use this uh, over-the-counter medication to reverse the effects of an overdose. As you know, the opioid epidemic in this country has been raging uh, a lot of drug overdoses year after year. Uh, and, And so the FDA, as well as the maker of Naloxone, which is the drug under the brand Narcan, believe that this new treatment will save even more lives.
2: And so when is this going to come to market? Do we know, Derek?
13: Yeah, well, it's going to take a few months for uh, the production to be ramped up and then uh, to have uh, the -the over-the-counter medication shipped to pharmacies, uh, supermarkets even, uh, uh, bodegas, uh, corner stores. Uh, They want it that widely available, as as common as a household fire extinguisher, they say. Uh, uh, So they're looking at, by late summer, having it on store shelves. Uh, but once it is, I mean, anyone can go and, and get this drug. Uh, they haven't mentioned what the cost will be. Right ah. now, the injectable form of Narcan uh, is only available by prescription, and it costs anywhere between 45 to $50. Uh, so it's not clear whether uh, the cost will be less or even more. But having it available for use, especially... Uh, oh, for someone who, who works in a setting where o- overdoses uh, might happen or they live in a household where uh, it's possible or a workplace, having this drug on hand and not having to be specially trained to use it uh, is considered a real game changer.
15: Derek,
3: any idea like how long the shelf life is on, on something yeah. like that? You know, because like, like a fire extinguisher, yeah, so- like every two years or something, you're supposed to replace it.
13: Yeah, you know, that's a question that's been asked. We haven't gotten the detail on that yet, but presumably there would be some sort of expiration date on the drug where it would have to be re- replaced mm-hmm. over time. It wouldn't be able to be, uh, you know, sit sat on a shelf, you know, for years and years. It would have to be replaced at some point. We just don't know what, what that shelf life would be.
2: All right. With that, Derek, thanks so much, buddy. Sure thing. Thanks, Derek. Our good friend uh, Derek Dennis from ABC News. And... Well, like I said, I didn't hear that this was coming. Yeah, That's crazy. A deal.
3: So, um, And by the way, it's good that there's the uh, they have the nasal con coming out because immediately in my head I'm picturing that scene in Pulp Fiction where the guy's <laughs> got to take the needle and find the heartbeat and break the breastplate. Yeah, the average person ain't going to do that, but if you can spray a little something up the nose, it's <laughs> probably a little bit safer.
5: Got to take both of Stabbing,
3: I, 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 I got to stab her four times. No, you got to stab her four times. a <laughs>
5: stabbing motion.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah, exactly. So, anyway.
2: So, Rock, in other health-related news, um, there's a guy, Ray Kurzweil mm-hmm. is his uh, name. He's a former Google engineer who calls himself a futurist, and he talks about what's, what's coming up in, in the future. And he has been right, and he's made 147 predictions, and 86% have been correct. Wow. Okay. Like the Nostradamus. Correct. He's saying that in the next year, humans will achieve immortality. Year? A year. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, talking about, oh, I'm sorry, in eight years. Okay, but now that, but now quick. the stuff that's being developed right now, he said, is going to come to fruition within eight years, and we're talking nanotechnology and stuff like that. So basically, put these little guys in your body, and they see like did you see that movie Fantastic Voyage? No, where they they shrink shrink them down, and they get in a little spaceship like a little submarine, and they go around and shoot laser beams at tumors and stuff. That's kind of what these little robots going to do.
3: I've, and I've heard of nanotechnology, but so in eight years. The immortality.
2: Eight years talking so about. So basically,
3: on my fiftieth birthday, I will be able to be immortal.
2: What we're doing right now will lead to age-reversing nanobots that will just be injected into your system. They'll find what's wrong with you and fix it up. So the only way you'll die—well, if you're rich, the only way you'll die is like by like a horrific
3: accident, right? Sounds like it. It's not like a a, a cancer or a you know a disease or something'll take you out. Yeah, sure, sounds like that's what he's that's what he's
2: talking about.
3: That's 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 awesome and scary all at the same time.
2: Well, we go back to that. Would you like to live forever? Right. And
3: now again, if everyone around you is living forever,
2: yeah, sure. Maybe. Let's like, you know, Tom Hanks in The Green Mile. Everybody dies. Yeah. Except for him and Mister Jingles, Mister Jingles, the uh, <laughs> the pals, that's, that's right. But it, it's
3: interesting though because a, a population is not replacing itself. Basically, younger people are not having kids, so right. all of a sudden it's like the pyramid is is like reversed. Like there's a ton of older people and not many yeah. younger people as years go on. But you know, so maybe that'll continue, and I guess that'll keep just the population high
2: ton of old people around me
3: (laughs) i mean so many questions about about it though like like what sort of you know mental capacity
2: do you have that's what i'm wondering what kind of shape will you be in mentally after you've been alive for 200 years right yeah we'll uh i guess we'll we'll find out together but now it's uh, traffic and weather what is going on all right back with eddie and rocky and uh we going to be talking a little baseball coming up here. Got Lance after that. Looking forward to tomorrow, opening day.
3: So, how about this, Ed? We were talking earlier in the show about the the Testicle King, right? Who eats yes. testicles? He thinks yeah. it's uh, helps his overall health, his muscle gain, libido, the whole nine, right? So, but and he's not scared to eat anything. So, how about this? Uh, apparently, uh, scientists have created woolly mammoth meatballs. Okay, made from resurrected flesh. Okay, so there's is,
2: gr- I saw this, but I didn't read this story. Well, uh, do, luckily, do I tell. did.
3: So, a group of meat scientists out of Australia have created a woolly mammoth meatball made from resurrected flesh of a woolly mammoth. So, uh, what? The, there's a company called um, Val, okay? And it's an Australian company that basically lab grows meat, okay? It can artificially, you know, it can take a few cells of a chicken and grow a chicken breast that has never actually been alive we, we talked about this a couple months yeah, ago I, on the show I remember yeah and um so they want to basically convert you know they'll save will say if it it'll solve hunger and blah, blah 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 all this sort of thing so kind of along with this they took you know basically cells from they, they tried to do a dodo bird okay they tried to make a meatball out of dodo bird meat but the meat the dna sequences couldn't match up they couldn't get it done okay. so they made one out of woolly mammoth meat out of you know it took cells out of uh, a whatever a petrified woolly mammoth gotcha. or, or whatever and made these meatballs now the only thing is that the scientists are too chicken to try it really yep because um, quote this is what one of the scientists said we haven't seen this protein for thousands of years obviously. So we have no idea how our immune system will react if we eat it, but if we did it again, we could certainly do it in a way that would make it more palatable uh, to our bodies. So this is like a protein that hasn't been around for God knows how long. So you know, I imagine there's no you know there's different right. bacteria that in your gut that right. help right. synthesize
2: things. So and this is, in other words, your body wouldn't know how to handle.
3: Wouldn't it. know it knows how to handle stuff, okay. but a, a woolly mammoth <laughs>
2: meatball, it doesn't know See, how to process and handle it. I'm sorry curiosity we get the best of it. all i'm
3: saying is you put that meatball on the table and right next to it you pull put a c note down i'm eating that thing and we'll just let it work out the way it will yeah hundred well, bucks i'm eating that thing
2: just a can't you just take a bite i don't know see
3: but can't you like you create it and then like you know in the, in the break room at work it's you know somebody's birthday and somebody's bringing in like a cheese tray and uh you know, a, a thing of cantaloupe or maybe some cookies or something. Just kind of sure. slide that thing right there, and everyone just kind of look. Tim's coming in. Hey, he's so- <laughs> Tim will eat it. If it doesn't work out, who we What, hate him what anyway. are
2: these? Uh, my wife made those. They are delicious. Delicious. Go ahead and try it.
3: <laughs> Go ahead and try it, and then uh, give me a blood sample after right. after you're done.
2: And then Tim goes, ah! <laughs> That's
3: kind of like, Yeah, turns yeah, turns into a <laughs> starts growing these tusks
2: out of his mouth. Right. Uh, all of a sudden, he goes Jurassic on you, and now you got a problem with yeah,
3: it. This seems like a problem that is not ethically but easily solved. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, try this. My wife, she makes a killer meatball recipe. I'm telling yeah.
2: you right now, it's her grandma's recipe, yeah. man. From the old country, you're going to love it. It's been area.
3: around for a long time.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Artie Har. Oh, I love it. <laughs> uh, and, Rock, speaking of such things, old frozen stuff. hmm This, uh, on top of Mount Everest. Oh, wow. Check this out. Uh they didn't find any woolly mammoths or uh, anything of that nature, but taking soil samples up there they did a uh, they did some soil samples at about the twenty six thousand foot uh level and what they found doing these uh during these soil, soil sample uh things these analyses revealed that coughs and sneezes are preserved in the ice up there what this is fascinating, guys. Explain, yeah. guys up there. Way well, you know, you're up there in the cold, and you, <coughs> you know whatever. Normal cough. It's so cold up there that that vapor. You know, you've coughed in the uh, yeah, of course, in, in the cold. That vapor freezes and falls down to the ground. Really? How about that? Now, if you like,
3: warm it up or crack it open, can you relive that
2: cough? I'm not sure about. Not it. sure it works, it's, but it's if, fascinating. If somebody blew their nose or coughed, that's the kind of thing that would show up in these kind of tests. As one of the uh, ecologists who was doing this analysis, so they harvested the what they're what they are is finding microbes. Basically, it's just proof that humans have been there. But their oh, okay. their thesis so, yeah, is that it's it came from – frozen
3: microbes from people coughing, coughing, and, and like sneezing.
2: Thousands and of them up there, I, yeah. I would imagine. They, uh blah, 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 were able to identify. Also, oh, they're even finding that, you know, staphylococcus and streptococcus. So in other yes, words, if uh, <laughs> I don't even know what that means. But anyways, if it offends you, sorry about that. But uh, so in other words, what they're finding, too, is if somebody had obviously strep throat, they would know that some guy was there before and uh, his strep throat germs were. Frozen in the ice. Interesting. Now, is our guy gonna climb Everest again, or did he... Matt? I'm not sure about that. He he I thought was talking he was gonna about give it. it one more shot, right? He was talking about it. I need to get in contact. Get in with contact him. with him. Because he remember he went the one time and uh, he, he got injured. He got he get injured the first time, and then another time he got almost to the top. Yeah, and one of his Sherpas had dropped an oxygen yep. thing down,
3: and he didn't have enough noc- oxygen. He was like, he didn't like. 500 feet or something it or was, less. He was close. From from the precipice there and yeah. uh, would, would have died had he gone, so
2: he had to go back. So probably not necessarily a good idea. I can't, <laughs> can't celebrate much if you're dead. Wow. Uh, and with that,
7: let's talk some baseball. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
9: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and
7: groom?